and welcome to week 18 of the Bet MLS podcast with Hero and Oso. Ben, it has been a wild uh, rivalry week, very unpredictable, very, the results last week were probably some of the most, it was probably the most frustrating weekend I've seen in our, of, of our, of our podcast in a year and a half. Uh, that, that was a, that was a very frustrating weekend. Yeah. I, I mean, it was at least the games were fun is what I'll say. <laughs> because, uh, yeah. The, the bet, the bets were not so great. Yeah, we had, okay. Montreal and Cincinnati, both teams scored first in their games. They didn't win. Uh, Sporting did not have a point this year when they had allowed, had allowed the first goal. They come back and win the game. Uh, you had the, you had new England. Oh, and Cincinnati got two red cards. <laughs> you had new England. How many penalties did they allow? In the was it the first half? I, I, yeah, it was two or three. I forgot, but yeah, it was three penalties. I know they allowed three penalties in the game, which is just ridiculous. Because New England, I watched the game; they were playing well, like head to head on the field, like not, and, and they weren't penalties that were like brought out of great chances. Like I don't know, very frustrating. El Trafico had five goals, but neither Chicharito or Vela had one. Like imagine the odds you could have gotten on that. I mean. Yep. It was just just a ridiculous weekend, but uh, but whatever. We move on, and then midweek, I, you know, I, I mentioned it on Twitter. That that was probably about the most unpredictable board, unpredictable just situation that I could have of any games. And thank God I didn't bet much because when you looked at those results, outside of some totals, I thought the totals generally followed kind of the the trends, but yeah. the results, I mean, it was all over the place. Yeah, it was a wild Wednesday. I got to enjoy it from home because I'm currently dealing with a bout of COVID. Uh, <laughs> so I watched some games. I was a little too tired to, you know, really look into any lines or anything like that. But uh, we're improving here. And, uh, yeah, now I'm ready to, to play some stuff for uh, uh, for this weekend. Yes, and it is uh, – it was, like you said, it was a very entertaining week. There was no no lack of entertainment. So at least that's uh, that's what we want here. But what we also want is to make some money. And we have – we're on a two – two match losing streak let's say let's get back in the positive today we will start off with your favorite of the week so i'm going with the team that has already won twice in the past seven days yep uh one of which was a seven nothing seven nothing win so that's pretty good uh, <laughs> yeah. philadelphia obviously uh they did play midweek at miami they got a win what gives me a little bit of pause with this pick is that look they're playing new england new england if you look at their uh, advanced stats, they're pretty poor uh, over the last month, month and a half or so. Um, they obviously haven't won in the last four games. They're coming off of game once you got a red card um, at, at New York City. We just discussed that. So the fact that they have a little bit more rest, a little bit concerning, but I think Philly's really on a heater and their, their results are starting to match up with what we've seen from their advanced stats a little bit. And that's I think that's going to continue this weekend. Philly minus 115 at home against a team, again, I think is struggling a little bit. They're trying to find themselves again after all these different moves. Uh, and I think, you know, the minus 115 number for, again, one of the best teams in the league yep. is a good one for me. I'm going to take it. Well, and the thing that you mentioned that I think is the key point here is that New England, when they don't have Andrew Farrell, they're not the same team. And especially defensively, that, that center back pairing is so key to what they do. And I know, I know their, their new goalie that they signed has actually been really good. Um, but you take Andrew Farrell out of that team, it is a big loss. And going on the road against a team that has been scoring a lot of goals recently, 
without your best center back, that's not a uh, that's not a good combination there. Uh, so I definitely uh, I, I think that's the key to that pick, and 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 I like it. Um, I am going with uh, San Jose this week. So San Jose is coming in at plus one hundred five right now. They're at home against the Dynamo. Um, San Jose they're playing really well right now, unbeaten in their last three. Uh, they got that big win over LA uh, midweek. Going to the you know on the road and winning at. Uh, at their biggest rival is definitely uh, you know <laughs> a good thing. We'll talk about uh, Jeremy Jeremy Obobese in a in a little bit. He's he's pretty hot right now. Um, but they're scoring goals. You know they they scored multiple goals in their last three games. Um, they've given up a lot of goals too. Uh, they've basically given up about what six xg uh, against and six four uh, over the last uh, three games. But they're five zero and two at home in their last seven games, and they are playing a Houston Dynamo team. I've I've faded them on the road already this year. They're two and seven on the road. They've given up at least two goals in their last four road games. And I am not as worried defensively for San Jose. You know, they were playing the Galaxy at home. That's that's a tricky game. You know, you're, you're going to give up goals to the Galaxy uh, when they're at home against a Houston team that is not scoring as many goals. I know uh, Ache Ache is, is probably going to start this one for, for Houston. He's been, you know, I watched the game against Dallas. I watched some of their game against Austin as well. And they look completely different when he's in the game. However, at plus money, fading Houston on the road at plus money, I think in any situation, again, you know, two and seven on the road this year. And before that, they hadn't won a road game in like two years. Uh, I'm going to take San Jose at plus 105. I think that this is, uh, you know, this should be more like minus 120, minus 130. I think uh, I think there's a little bit of an edge there uh, on San Jose, which I need to get back on my uh, on my I think I hit, hit like five in a row and I've lost my last two money lines. So I'm, I'm pretty pissed off about that. So we're going to get that back. OK. Now, the dog of the week for you, you broke, your streak broke. I mentioned it on the last show, which I probably jinxed you a little bit. Uh, New England finally lost, which, by the way, going back to that, I was looking at their XG against was like 6.1, which is probably yeah, the highest I've ever seen. You give up three penalties. A lot though. of penalty <laughs> kicks. Yeah, a lot of penalty kicks. So uh, we won't worry too much about that. What is your underdog this week? You're getting big money on one of the best teams in MLS. Well, they haven't been playing like one of the best teams. Sure, sure. They have lost three of the last four. And look, I've been saying this for what, two months now, three months. Uh, look, we think Seattle is going to be one of the better teams. They have not been playing that way, even though, again, their results haven't shown that. But I think if you look at, you know, over the last seven games, uh, their XG is 1.7 per game and their expected goals against 1.4. So pretty good, you know, above average, not, you know, spectacular, but pretty good. They're going to Chicago. We know Chicago has been struggling. <laughs> they have been able to put together some results. Um, they, they, you know, they put they got a result on the midweek against Toronto. Of course, they had the heartbreaker over the weekend with Cucho uh, and, and Columbus. Uh, if you look at some of their advanced stats, uh, they're okay. They're you know they're only a little bit worse than Seattle, but I think Seattle plus two ten. Look, they played <laughs> midweek. Yeah. They both these teams play midweek. Uh, Chicago gets to stay at home, but. Seattle's only going from Nashville to Chicago, so it's not really a big. Uh, yeah, they we were got, in we Chicago. Got, we got by in it's all good. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mister Door next, Mister Guy next door. Uh, so we got you know, <laughs> Seattle plus two ten. I like that number. It's a good. And it's you know you probably considering the Seattle's results, you probably think it'd be a little bit higher, but I'll still take it at plus two ten against again. I think a pretty poor Chicago team. Yeah, and, and you know they're traveling from Nashville to Chicago. It's not like they went home to Seattle. Um, exactly. They 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 got to. Uh, I saw. They've been able to enjoy Chicago for a few days. 
Yes, one of my former coworkers at the Sounders, Ryan Prasnu. Uh, he was he was with uh, Danny, their social media manager at the Cubs game yesterday. So I know, I know they're in. Yeah, that, that, that they're there. Yes, that they're there. Um, yeah, no, I like that. And against Chicago's wins are against bad teams. I mean, beating Toronto, like, come on, they lost to Columbus, they lost to San Jose, they've lost to Houston in the last month. You definitely can see them. Uh, you know, you can see Seattle bouncing back in this one. And again, all about the number plus 210. That's a, that's a great number to actually see it a little higher in some spots. So, uh, so shop that one uh, around a little bit. Now uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this game over the next, uh, over the next few minutes, my dog of the week. I hate to do this as an FC Dallas fan, but as an FC Dallas fan, I've been watching them play unfortunately over the last month and they have got Austin coming to town this weekend. Austin is plus 245 uh, and double chance minus 125 half unit on both of those. I don't, I don't see any way Austin loses this game. I'm, I'm just going to say, unless some, some serious crazy things happen. Uh, Dallas generally has good mojo against Austin. Um, they've, they've won in Austin before they had the draw where they were up two nil against them and let it slip a few weeks ago. But uh, Dallas is a very different team now than they were uh, a few weeks ago. They, things are not good right now. Their results haven't been terrible but they are an absolute mess at the back. Their, their outside backs are doing very poorly, uh, which is not something you want against uh, against Austin. And their D-mid is not very good either, which when you have Drewsi going against you is not something you want to see. Um, Dallas has given up at least two ex- expected goals in three of their last four games. Austin has scored at least three goals in their last three games. They're banging in goals right now, offensively insane. This should be a coin flip to me. I think you know, Dallas at home always is going to get a little bit of, of, of love there, but plus 245. I mean, this should be like plus 170 each. I think, um, I believe the winner of this game gets the like Texas cup or whatever you call it. Um, so there's, there's a little bit of motivation here, a little bit of extra motivation. Austin's won five out of their last six. They're on a roll. You don't worry about travel from Austin to Dallas. That doesn't mean anything. Um, and you know, I just don't understand this line at all. I think it should be a coin flip um half unit plus 245 half unit on the uh double chance minus 125 and as i said uh dallas has been allowing goals austin has been scoring goals let's get into that ben yeah so i mean you just pretty much laid it all out i stole your thunder (laughs) yeah i'm I'm gonna take this opportunity because i have covid to be very quick with this one yes you just laid it all out all dallas is giving up a lot of goals or Austin is a scoring a lot of goals. This all matches up with what the event stats are saying about these teams lately. And we're going to take a risk, a little bit of a risk here. We're going to go over three and a half goals in this one. The last time these, these two teams played, it was two to two. Um, so we're going to go and think that's going to happen again. And we're going to go two, two and that, but the over three and a half is plus one fifty five. That's good number. Yeah. I like, I, I saw that and you feel like I'm going to say this. I feel like it's either a total shootout or it's like, no, no. So you might as well go with the plus money on this because if there's going to be three goals, you feel like there's going to be four. And yeah, Dallas has allowed multiple goals in, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. In six of their last nine games, they've allowed multiple goals. Um, that is not what you want with Austin coming to town. Uh, and Dallas has been relatively poor offensively, too, uh, the, the, under the um, you know expected goals. I think they're going to come out in this one, try to get a goal, try to get a win. They sat Ariola. Uh, midweek he, he didn't start so he should be pretty pretty fresh um so yeah i i like that over three and a half um i am taking it over as well and by the way we mentioned earlier in the year like the totals were pretty low you're seeing a lot of totals creep up now there's yeah. a lot more over threes we're seeing here i'm seeing so columbus fc cincinnati both teams to score and over two and a half goals uh this is coming in at minus 105 a little bit better than the over two and a half in general 
over three, I think is like plus 120. So I don't see either team winning three nil here. So I'm going to take both teams to score over two and a half to get the win. If, if you get those three goals, um, Columbus, one of the hottest teams in MLS, surprisingly, they played so poorly towards the middle of the uh, middle of the year, but they're unbeaten in the last seven games, scored seven goals in their last four games. And Cucho Hernandez, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about him in a minute, but uh, we can see he's completely changed that team. They finally have that focal point. There's a reason why they traded Jesse's artist. Um, this bet has hit in three of the last four for Columbus, and they've allowed multiple goals uh, in their last two games. But also FC Cincinnati going on the road. You got to have a road team that's going to score here to hit this bet. Uh, Cincinnati's a both teams to score machine. Um, they've hit this in eight of their last nine games, both teams to score. They haven't been shut out in 13 games. So you really like Cincinnati to get at least one goal here. I think this is a great spot for some goals. And by the way, Ben, I'm going to give you a little, a little uh, thing here to maybe sprinkle a little bit. Both teams to score with a draw. It's plus 360. This is hit in the last four Cincinnati games. So at plus 360, I don't hate it. Both teams yeah. to score the draw. I, I think it'd be a little bit higher than that, but yeah. Well, get this. A draw and over three and a half goals, so like 2-2, two, 3-3, two, three, three, that's plus 1,000, so 10-1. to one. This is hidden three of the last four Cincinnati games, okay? Yeah. So, ten, you know, a little sprinkle here. I don't hate it. I think a 2-2 two, two here again is, a, is definitely a possible result. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go both teams to score over two and a half at minus 105, and I'm going to go straight into my goal-scoring pick here because yeah. uh, it's a pretty obvious one. I texted you this as just shocked. I was expecting this to be like even money. Um, it's coming in at plus 175. Cucho Hernandez, I mentioned him. He's played 74 minutes in MLS. He scored three goals. Uh, he that is goal for 90 ratio is pretty good. Not bad. Uh, yeah, he's, he's averaging a hat trick, uh, goals for 90. And he is the killer, the finisher that they've been looking for. They, they have no problem creating chances, but they've really struggled finding that, uh, that goal score up front. It seems like they've got it with what they paid. They, they should get it. Um, you got to feel like he's going to start in this one. He hasn't started so far. Surely at home in the big derby, he's going to start. Uh, you really like him to get a goal here. Plus 175. Yeah, all over that. Um, and uh, I know officially I'm going to play it for a half unit. I'm probably going to put a little bit more on that because I really like this number. Um, ben, COVID, COVID Ben, let's finish it off here. I really appreciate you getting through this podcast today. Let's all give a digital round of applause <laughs> for Ben, who's got sirens banging on Irons, the we got banging we got it's all good you got City through baby. who's gonna who's gonna bang in the goal this weekend oh wow great transition <laughs> there yeah. uh we already talked about this game you already talked about this game look houston's given up two goals the last four games at least two goals in the last four yep. games one of the poorest defensive teams uh that we have in this league uh, we have a player who's playing that team who has scored each of his last two games now you might say is he really gonna score three games in a row I think he is. So we're gonna we're gonna go Abobasi, uh, plus one twenty again, plus one twenty for a player who is number two, uh, tied for <laughs> second in, in the Golden Boot race. This is a little surprising. So we're gonna take that uh, with a, against a Houston team that again leaks goals. Plus one twenty at home against a bad defensive team. Yeah, you don't uh, you don't hate that at all. Well, that's no. gonna wrap it up for this week. Thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time on Bet MLS.